This is the My Whittier Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Reese, longtime Whittier resident and self-proclaimed foodie. I thought it would be fun to give you a local's perspective on the city of Whittier, California, the city we all call home. On this podcast, we celebrate Whittier's past, present, and future. We champion small business, and we embrace community. Welcome back to the show. Whittier, welcome back to the My Whittier podcast. Today is Wednesday, October 11th, and it is a beautiful October morning here in the city of Whittier, California. Welcome back to the show. we got a great show planned for you today. Uh, just sit back and relax for the next 40 minutes. Let me take over from here, and I will do my best to entertain you and get you informed on all things Whittier, California. Now, uh, this is a Whittier-centric podcast, meaning we talk all things Whittier, California. I've been doing this since uh, 2012. Well, I started the brand in 2012. I've been doing the podcast for quite some time now. I'm not really sure how long, but um, here we are. We're here doing it, and we're having a really, really good time doing that. A little background on me. I started... um, the My Whittier brand in 2012. It was a blog. It was just a blog that I wrote and it kind of uh, snowballed into the social media realm and just kept growing from there. And we have a great YouTube channel. We have uh, this podcast. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook and also mywhittier.com. It's just kind of kept growing and growing and growing. We're learning every single day. We're having so much fun creating this stuff. You know, I grew up in an era of uh, local TV, you know, PBS, Sunday morning cartoons, Pippi Longstocking on the weekends, the Ice Cream Man. You know, I grew up in Whittier. I played at Pioneer Little League back in the day. And um, back in those days, you know, you stayed outside all the time, like that your parents had to remind you that dinner was happening at around uh, six o'clock. So you had to come home and make sure and eat dinner, but we never wanted to be inside. We were always outside playing, riding our bikes, playing uh, football in the street, all that kind of stuff. So I'm a, I'm kind of a throwback. That's, that's the kind of world I come from. And a lot of you that listen to this podcast know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, we hated to be inside as kids. And um, we had uh, Atari. We had Atari. And we had uh, some Nintendo. You know, we got into N- Nintendo towards the end. I wasn't a big uh, gamer, though. I'm still not. I don't, I don't, I don't really game at all. But um, that's the stuff that we did grow up on. Now, a lot of the stuff that I find myself creating like this local program is kind of like a PBS show. You know, it's not affiliated with the city in any way. This is just my own creation that I came up with and uh, thought it would be fun to give you some local insight on the city of Whittier, California from a local's perspective. You know, the food, the people, the happenings, events happening here in the city, stuff like that. And it's got a real, real hyper local feel. And it's definitely on a shoestring budget. So this is kind of, uh, I always say this show is never going to go viral, but it is a relevant show that I take really seriously. You know, I put some uh, production time into this show and try to give you the uh, the best that I got. So it's uh, it's constantly evolving and I think it's getting better each week. And um, hopefully you do as well. So thank you for joining me. I appreciate you taking the time. And if you're a returning listener, thank you. We got a, we got a pretty good core of returning listeners. Got about a good solid 200 regulars that come in and listen to the show on a regular basis. So thank you for that. If you're a new listener, make sure and catch up on previous episodes. We got some really good shows that we've put down this year. And I think we're going to end this year's programming kind of right before Christmas. I haven't decided yet, but we're going to cut it right around Christmas time 
Uh, we'll get one more episode in before then. I'll, I'll fill you in when it gets when it gets to that point. But we're going to shut it down sometime in December, and then we will be back with a brand new season in January. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. Now, what have I been up to lately? I've been up to, um, I told you I wasn't eating out much, but I kind of broke that. And I went to Lascari's Deli the other day, and I posted that on Instagram. Make sure and follow me on Instagram because all of this stuff kind of works together. The Instagram, the Facebook, the podcast, the YouTube channel, My Whittier TV on YouTube. Check it out. I posted that video up uh, just the other day. Anyway, I went to Lascari's and had a fantastic lunch. The Lascari's over on Lambert Road. It has been there for so, so long. And um, a lot of us kind of take it for granted because it has been there for so long. And we forget about it. But I went there, had a spicy Italian sub, and it was out of this world. It was absolutely amazing. The pasta salad was delicious. And you just walk in to Lascari's Deli, Lascari's Italian Deli, and you're overwhelmed by the smell of just all of that goodness. They got pizzas. They got sub sandwiches. They got the pasta. They got the gelato everything's going on there. It's an old school look and feel. And I absolutely love Lascari's Deli. If you haven't been down there, check it out. I had a, a small spicy Italian sub and I had a, a side of pasta salad with a drink. And then I got a pasta salad to go as well. And all of that was under $19. I think it was like $18 for all of that food. And um, that's a lot of food for that price. So if you are ever at uh, Lascari's, make sure when you order a sandwich, I would go with the large, pay extra for the large. It's not that much more. And then you can you can have another half of a sandwich for later. You know, you could eat the half uh, right there at the restaurant and then have another half for later on for dinner. But it was super good. I'm so glad I went there. I actually went there two days in a row, truth be told. I went there two days in a row. And um, I went there Saturday and had the uh, Italian sub, the spicy Italian sub. And um, it was really good. And we were, I was doing some B-roll. My wife and I were eating lunch and I was kind of like filming stuff here and there. Wasn't really planning on doing a full-on video but I took some pictures, I was filming, and then I came home and I posted a picture of my sandwich. And I put that on Instagram and everybody went bonkers. Everybody was like, yeah, yeah, Lascari's, that's the place, that's the spot. We love Lascari's and a lot of love came showering down for the original or one of the original locations of Lascari's on Lambert Road. So I thought to myself, you know what, that would make a great YouTube video. And so I went back the following day on Sunday and lo and behold, I walk in there and the place is slam packed. Like you can't even sit down anywhere. The line was probably about five people deep and there was nowhere to sit. So I kind of filmed that portion of it because I thought, well, this is cool. I mean, Lascari's is bumping right now. And there's a lot of people here, and that's good. That's good for business. So I asked one of the employees, I go, hey, you know, is it always like this on Sunday? And he looked at me, and he goes, uh, I think you did that, man. You did that with your Instagram post yesterday. He goes, we appreciate it because that really boosted our business today, but it's normally not like this. So that was uh, a huge compliment. I was like, wow, that's really cool. So Anyway, I actually left. I got a lot of footage and I left and I took off for about an hour and did some other stuff and um, came back. Things calmed down significantly. I was able to get the spicy sandwich again and then film the other portion of that, uh, that video. And we uploaded that video for you. And that's exactly what you saw on YouTube. So if you haven't checked out the video, check it out. It's a great, great uh, look at Lascari's and a look at the sandwich that I had. And it, uh, 
man, like I said, Lascari's always, always does it right. I also uh, headed over to King Richard's, Southern California's largest antique center here in Whittier, California on Whittier Boulevard and Penn. And um, spent some time in there. I love to go to King Richard's. I always love to go to King Richard's, but I always, I really like to go during October. It kind of gets me in that that mood, that October mood, that those uh, October vibes. Nothing, it's not really scary in there, but some booths do have some Halloween stuff and then they kind of decorate a little bit in there and it's really cool. I actually love King Richard's. There's so much to look at. There's like four different floors in King Richard's. You got the upstairs, you got the main floor, you got the downstairs, and then there's a little uh, downstairs area that goes even deeper. So you got a lot to look at, lots of booths. And I kind of went in there and did that. I included that on my YouTube video. Make sure and check that out. And um, so I'm at the bottom floor. I'm in the bottom floor walking around way, way in the back. And I'm looking at all the Halloween stuff, looking at all the antiques and having a really good time. And it's a solo job. I'm kind of like doing it by myself. I'm just, there's nobody down there. And I make my way around this corner and I see a Raggedy Ann doll in a rocking chair. And if you guys are horror movie uh, buffs, you know that the Annabelle movie was based on uh, that doll. The doll, the original doll looks like Raggedy Ann. And so that's what this doll looked like. I included it on my video. You guys got to check it out. But it looks exactly like the original uh, Raggedy Ann doll or the original Annabelle doll that got possessed. So after that, I was like, you know what, let's wrap up the video. Let's get out of here. We got, we got enough footage and we had a good time. And so, um, that was fun, but it got me thinking not about paranormal activity, but it got me thinking about, um, you know, people that pass away when we die, what happens? Do we, do we hang around? Do we contact our loved ones? Does is that really a thing? Um, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure where I stand on that. But uh, I reached out to Esther, the medium. She's a psychic medium. And I thought this would be a good conversation to have in October and find out what the deal is, what the deal is with all that stuff. And so uh, this is my interview with Esther, the medium. And uh, I think it was really good. Check it out. Okay, guys, I'm here with Esther Iglesias. She is a psychic medium and it is October. So I wanted to reach out to Esther and uh, get her on the show and talk about what she does, how she does it. And I, I'm just fascinated with this world. So we're going to get into that right now. Welcome to the show, Esther. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Doing, Doing good? well. Yeah, okay, thank good. you. I'm glad you can make it. So tell me what what is a psychic medium? Tell me a little bit about that. So a psychic medium, as a psychic, I will connect to you. So I can help you in areas where with finances, health, career, love, and legal. That's the psychic part. Uh, and as a medium, I can connect to your family members or your loved ones on the other side. So that's kind of the difference between the two. Okay, so interesting. Now, um, so you do have psychic abilities. Now, when when was the first time you actually you know going back a little bit when did you realize that you had this gift uh i think i had it pretty much already as young as i don't know i must i ha i was really young when i discovered yeah my abilities but i just didn't know what to do with them because i didn't know anything about this world so when you were young like you're young and you're thinking you know you have these these abilities and things like that and as a kid, you're probably thinking it's just a normal kind of everyday thing. But when do you get to that light where you're embracing it? And you're like, okay, I could see things. I can, I'm kind of, are you clairvoyant? Yes. You're clairvoyant. So uh, at some point you have to realize, you know, that you're seeing things that other people aren't seeing. You're hearing things that other people aren't hearing. So when did you come into that light, I guess, at that point? Like when you're an adult? When I was an adult, yeah. yeah. I'm, I had to be at least, uh, I want to say I was about 43 when I really started to figure it out and think about developing it further. So so when you, when you first 
realize like, okay, this is a real thing. I, I have I have these abilities. Is it scary or is it kind of like you just embrace it? It's part of who you are or? It's a little nerve wracking, but at the same time, it's exciting to be able to have these gifts and to realize this is real. Like this is really who I am. But it is, like I said, it is scary at times because the way people might perceive you. Right, yeah, because there's obviously a lot of people out there that uh, do believe and some people that don't, and that's okay. Um, so, I, yeah, I totally understand that. But um, so so when you, when you say that you have these abilities, you know, some people... I'm kind of thinking of how, how, how it happens. Like, do you see people on the other side or do you, you, obviously you hear them. Do they talk through you? I'm thinking about Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. <laughs> it comes in through her it's like, and she starts talking. <laughs> but do you, do you see these people or how does it work? It well, my mind's eye. When I first started with this gift, I would see things like, flashes a little a little bit more like if it was a person but then that started to go away and I started to see things with my mind's eye so what happens is I will see through my mind's eye the people on the other side and I just have a conversation with them it's like I'm having the conversation with you same thing they'll come to me and we'll talk about whatever you know they want to talk about and it's it's very um, healing and it's it's really just a blessing. It's healing for for the spirit. It's for it's healing for that's... the it's healing for the person that I'm giving the reading to. Oh, I see. They okay. come in and, and they want to know some something or they have questions and right. you know they want to know how it works and I explain that to them ahead of time and then I have a conversation with their loved one on the other side and then that's where it kind of just takes off. There's a so when you let's just say you're kind of you're at the supermarket, you don't have a client in front of you, you're kind of just doing your thing. It, are, are spirits coming to you at that point or do you see things in the market or are people talking to you all constantly? How, how does that work? Does okay, that happen? So, so that's part of the development. Uh, it's part of, uh, let's say, my development in my group. We learn how to turn the dial. Because when you're out, yes, in the beginning when I was out, a lot of that stuff would happen and I wouldn't really know how to take it and you don't want to just tap on somebody's shoulder. And like say, you're getting a lot of voices out there. Yeah. It's happening and, and you just, you, you it's just, a lot. It's a lot yeah, of noise. It's a lot. So what you do is you turn the dial and that's how um, my, my uh, developer or my mentor, Kobe Rebel, I do a lot with her. In fact, I do everything with her. She's the one who's helped me develop my gifts further. And she just says, turn the dial. That way when you're out, you can go about your business and you don't have to, you won't be tuning in. But we don't turn it off. We just tune it. Yeah, calm off. it down a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> otherwise you're going to be, every where you turn, there's something going on. Yeah. Now, um, so you've, you were raised here in Whittier. And so you've been here a long time and we always laugh because you're like, I, I always thought I would get out of Whittier and I never did. I got stuck here. <laughs> I've been here 52 years of my life. <laughs> Same street, never <Yeah>. moves. <laughs> so we're here in Whittier. And so um, when we talked, when we first met a while back, you had talked, I'm not going to say exactly where it was, but there was a, there was a, a old building. It was a tax office. Yes. And um, tell me what happened there. What, what happened that day? Well, the day we went in to do some tags for the car, for we got another car, so we were doing the tag update because it was during the pandemic. So I went in with my husband and uh, I was sitting there and I just felt overwhelmed in that space and it was like just strange. And I felt like somebody was watching me, but it wasn't anything scary, it wasn't anything negative. And uh, I asked the guy, I said, you know, do you ever feel like somebody's watching you? <laughs> and he, he said, yes, but he was a little apprehensive. And I said, because I feel like you have, there's somebody here. Like I am getting that strong feeling that somebody passed away here in this building and, and they're watching. And he, he kind of just got quiet. But it, like I said, it was nothing negative. 
And so he said, yes, you're, you're right. Somebody did pass away and they were, they, he asked me, can you walk around and tell me where you feel it? So I did, walked around and then I told him where I felt it. And he said, that's exactly where it was. Said it, it happened. happened. Yeah. yeah, and I said, oh, I go, well, don't worry. It's nothing bad. I don't pick up on anything negative. And uh, so then I went back the next day with my husband to fill out the rest of the paperwork. All the doors were shut. Everything, there was no wind or anything. And he had this counter, like these bookshelves where he had like little things. <laughs> and it's kind of funny, but it's not. Yeah. One of the things just like flew off the top when we were talking about it. And uh, he got he got a little scared and I said, it's nothing. It's just, he just wants you to know that he's here. And you know, it, it, but it was- Did you, I think you said that there was either, was there smoke or like uh, a sandwich that he looks kind of food he liked? I thought there was some kind of like smell or something that you pick up smell uh, yes. senses? I pick, I pick up on some smells. Um, I pick up on uh, voices, but that's through my, like all of these are my Claire's. So like clairvoyant, clairsentient, right. Claire, there's another Claire that I'm not really good at saying, but that's like the smell and the taste of food. And I was getting the overwhelming smell of like this burrito. And yeah. he was like, he loved burritos. Yeah. That's, and I was like, well, there's the smell that I'm getting. And that's probably the reason why, because I could smell it like strong. It yeah. was like really, and I don't always get that though. So when you, when you said that, you were saying um, at that point, you know, it's nothing negative. It was nothing negative no. and nothing scary. So, um, are there times though where it does get a little scary, or are you, are uh, you saying that you don't you don't deal with negative stuff? I, I don't. Obviously, yeah, I don't, it happens. I don't deal with any negative things because I set my intention before I go anywhere. Not just because uh, before reading, of course, before reading, I set my intention. But every day before I leave my house, I set my intention because you need to be clear about, well, I need to be clear about where I'm at throughout the day and I don't allow any negative energies in my path. And if they, well, they don't get in because I don't allow them. So uh, I don't, I did have an experience. This was before I was uh, developing my gifts and before I knew exactly what I was doing. I had an experience uh, at a really good friend's home She's like a sister to me. And uh, there were some things going on. And um, so I felt something. I wasn't quite sure what I felt, but I felt something. And then I let her know, like, I feel like there's something going on if you can just like look into it. And uh, she was like, I don't think so. And I was like, I really do feel it. And so the next day we talked and sure enough, what I had explained to her was true. And she was just like, I don't know how you knew that. And I was thinking in my head, cause this was before I was doing what I'm doing. I was like, I wonder how I knew, but I could feel it. I felt the overwhelming feeling of something going on. So once it was fixed, that, that was it. It was done. Went away. It went away. So that's interesting because like you're, you're dealing, like if you're doing a reading and you're talking to somebody on the other side, that's one, one level, but you could also go into a situation and, and catch a bad vibe or some kind of a situation. It's not necessarily a spirit. Right. It could be something that's amiss. Something's, I'm getting some. Well, that's the, well, see, that's part of the development and my development is just working in the light so i no longer really pick up on anything that's negative but because i'm also a psychic i can tune into a person and i can feel certain things and but for me like i said i always set my intention before i go out that i don't have any negative experiences of course you know our lives aren't perfect I right mean, things are going to pop up things, things are, are going to happen yeah and so if a, if a negative vibe comes in or something you know would you just call it off it. or you don't accept it you just go I don't, to the, yeah go to the i light, just go to the positive side of things yeah i just go to the positive side and i don't accept it like that's part of you know learning your your craft right yeah your gift so um it's interesting because when you sit down with somebody 
and a lot of times people want to talk to you know their loved ones and it's a it's a sensitive subject you know not everybody not everybody that does what you do uh, does it with tact and and you know a caring a caring uh, side to them so you uh, you sound like you you have that and so when you do sit down with them, you said it's a, it's a healing process. Like what kind of explain to me how that goes down. Maybe they're talking to somebody that, that recently passed on or maybe they passed on quite some time ago and they still can't get over it. How does that heal them? You know, how does that, you know, how does that get some closure there? Well, they have questions because they were unanswered when, uh, yeah. when their loved one was alive. Mm -hmm. So they just want to come back and find out like, if their loved ones are proud of them, if they can see what they're doing, if if they're like how they're doing. And it helps them to know that their loved ones are still with them and uh, that they can communicate with them. And a lot of times uh, they, will, they will get other people that will come through. I mean, it won't just be the person that they want. Sometimes people wanna get a reading and just see who's gonna come through for them. But sometimes people wanna specifically talk to somebody so either way it's because there were unanswered questions and once they're answered a lot of times they'll feel better you know it's not for everybody it is a lot i mean to be able to endure that on their end is a lot but it helps them heal in the long yeah because sometimes you open pandora's box you feel like you want to know you, you know because you know, death is so sudden and it is, uh, like you said, there is a lot of, sometimes a lot of unanswered questions, you know, is is mom or dad proud of me? Uh, you know, I graduated, they always wanted to see me graduate, you know, did they see me? Are they with me? You know, all these different questions. Um, maybe there's beef in the family or whatever, and then you can kind of talk to them and, and um, get some answers, get some closure for them. Yeah, I just... I mean, their loved ones are always going to be there for them. They leave behind the human, they leave behind the body, but their soul is what leaves. And if they want to speak to them, you know, that's why they would come to me. Some people don't want that though. Some people only want a psychic reading. They, yeah. they don't want to speak to their loved ones on the other side. So I offer just a psychic so reading. So the psychic also. reading, what does that entail? How does that, that work? That will entail like, what I was speaking about earlier, like love life, career, oh, uh -huh. finances, legal, health. If they want to know, some people only want to know specifics, health only, or like, am I going to get another job next week or should I leave my job? And by all means, I never tell people what to do because everybody has free will and I won't tell them what to do. I can suggest, I can give them what I'm feeling, right. but I will never tell them what to do because they could turn around and change their mind next week. Mm. And so I'm just giving them what I feel about the situation, connecting to them only, not their loved ones. Right, right. Okay, that, that's good. That's, uh, that's helpful, you know? Some people that um, do believe in the psychic realm do need some guidance they need some help they need some you know some maybe they they're looking for that that boost or you know some direction and that's what you could do that's what you help with that's yeah, great just some guidance on the yeah way. so early on is there anything kind of uh anything other like you like we talked about a while back you were saying would before you kind of turn the the volume down you would get a lot of uh visiting voices and things like that at night you're sleeping and all of a sudden you're getting somebody you know talking to you what what would that entail like how does that how did that work but early on <laughs> that was that was strange to be laying there and just hear somebody like say your name and my middle name is adrian so when i hear that in the middle of the night and there's nobody there I know exactly who it is because that was what my grandma called me all the time so not a lot of people know that but my close got three three really good friends that are more like sisters to me than anything and they know my middle name but not everybody knows yeah it. what did grandma have to say that night uh, she just wanted to show me because I dreamt her it was during the time that my grandfather was passing away he was on hospice at home and uh, 
she wanted to show me something, so I had a dream of her. She showed me something, and I don't really remember quite what it was. Oh, she showed me where she was in the room and what she was wearing, and she looked really beautiful. But then I woke up from the dream, and uh, I heard my name, Adrian, Adrian, like twice, and I was like, I'm awake. <laughs> So it yeah. was a little... So was it, you're not dreaming anymore. No, I'm not <laughs> dreaming anymore. So I was like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was nice to see her. I've had a, another couple dreams of her where she'll hug me. And I really do like that because sometimes I want to hear from her. So I just ask her to come through in my dreams. And when you sleep, you're open. You're relaxed. Your body is in a really good place for the most part. So... You can ask. Yeah, that that was another question I, I was going to ask you because um, it seems like, not everybody, but a lot of people do have some kind of, uh, I don't want to say psychic ability, but um, some type of clairvoyance, you know, they got they have that, that, that they're in tune with things. And um, when we do dream... I'm assuming not everything obviously is is relevant, but sometimes when you dream, is that is that something that we're kind of crossing over? Are we having on, a real, you know, uh, I don't know. On the dream end, so some people will have dreams that they'll forget about. You just dream something and you forget about it and it's just one of those dreams. But if the dream feels real and it's your loved one visiting you, then it's it's a visit if it's that vivid and you can remember it when you wake up then that's a visit if it's something that's just because not all dreams are like that and sometimes people that I see I'll tell them if you really want to see your loved one on the other side then uh, or visit from them or you have questions for them ask them before you go to bed you just keep asking them every night like can you visit me like because a lot of times people miss their loved ones and they don't want to see a medium or a psychic they just want to they want to just feel their loved ones there they can actually ask them to come and see them in their dreams yeah so and it's very it's it's very healing for them yeah my wife has has seen her dad and had interactions with her dad in her dreams he passed and um she she feels wholeheartedly like it was a visit, you know, yes. when, when it happens. And so, yeah, I, I kind of get that. I get that a lot, uh, that sentiment right there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a good thing. I, I like this conversation just because I don't really know a whole lot about that, about this world. And um, this is kind of the world that you live in. You know, this is your everyday reality. This is what you do. And, um, I appreciate it. I appreciate the stories and giving us some clarification on, on all this stuff. I kind of feel like I do have a little bit of, uh, I don't know, I would call it psychic ability, but I have a real keen sense of, uh, I don't know, I, I, th I think I do have a little bit of it, a little bit of uh, understanding of, of kind of, you know, manifesting and things of yes. that nature. Yeah. Yes. And how do you I, cultivate I that? If you have it, like, how do you develop it, yeah, how do develop, you develop it, it further? Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is it took me a while to develop it to, it took me until I, uh, found the lady that I was talking about earlier, Kobe rebel. She's amazing. And she's the one who helped me develop you. I went into her into like this place with a lot of other people like me. And uh, we all work together. And what she does is she helps you develop what you have. Some people say, oh, can you teach me? And she's like, I don't teach you how to become this person. I help you develop the gifts that are if within you. If you have the gift, she can help you. If you she don't, can you help don't. You. It's not something well, you can make up. No, no, you yeah. can't. You, no, you can't yeah. make this stuff yeah. up. <laughs> but yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't just be like, okay, show me, make me clairvoyant. Yeah. Make me a psychic. You can't. It doesn't work no. like that. Okay. But a lot of people are. There's a lot of people that are definitely, most people do have gifts. I mean, I think everybody has gifts, whether they decide to develop them or not, or maybe later in life they find out that they have them, or maybe they're afraid to speak up about who they really are because they think people are going to think that you're just, I don't know, some freaky person. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Because obviously, you know, there's a lot of skeptics out there and stuff like that, which is fine. I mean, everybody's not going to believe. But how do you deal with that? How do you? How have you get to, got to this point where you're like, you know, 
Well, I came out of the spiritual closet completely about two years ago when I put up my Instagram and I put up my Facebook with like, I have two Facebooks, one for regular and then one as Esther the Medium. And uh, I just deal with it. It's not for everybody. And if somebody doesn't like what I do, then by all means, that's fine. I don't. So for a little while, you you were like, I don't want to put myself out right. there completely. I, I have this gift, but I don't want to. Yeah, because you were worried about what people think. And now you're like, yes. you know what? This is who I am. Yeah. This is what I do. You can take it or leave it. But this is who I am. And you're not afraid. Yeah, that's good. And that's I really embrace good. it. Yeah, I, absolutely. I embrace it. I think and should. I have so much gratitude for these gifts. I mean, I really, really do. You have to, You have to be humble. I'm very humble. I'm not going to just you know, run up on somebody, you know, start giving them a rating and stuff. I'm, I'm humble. And I always ask permission because you can't just not ask permission because that's, that's just not how you do this. Yeah. It's not like uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, (laughs) you know, just start running up on, Hey, by the way, your kid is, yeah, all that stuff. No. So, um, where can we find you on Instagram? Uh, I'm on Esther the Medium. Esther the Medium and Facebook, the same thing? Yeah, Esther the Medium. So um, around this time, October, I know that psychic, it's the, you know, this the stuff that you do isn't really a Halloween thing. I mean, this is like a real life thing that people go to you for and everything. But during this time, holiday season, do things pick up for you? Because it is a sentimental time. I mean, not only not, I'm not talking about October, but like November, December with Christmas and, you know, families generally got together during, during these times. Do more people reach out to you during the holiday season or is it pretty much the same across the border? Sometimes during the holiday season, it's a little bit more just like because of what you said, because they miss their family member over the holidays, especially Christmas is a big one. Thanksgiving, not so much. Um, and the month of October too, is just it's sometimes it could be up or down depending yeah. on depending on what's what's out there yeah. i mean but december but christmas is very big yeah christmas, christmas is, is very big. big like people want to reach out so when you do your readings for people just so they know if they if they wanted to do something it's a, is it via zoom you said yes, okay it's via, zoom. via zoom how yes. does that work they just log on at a certain time and you well just... um we'll do like a they go to my website what's your website my website is uh estherthemedium.com okay they go there and uh, they can book with me mm-hmm. through my website and then I'll send them a link. So they send me their email and then I send them a link and we go on Zoom together. We set up a, a time right. and then if I'm available, which I will be available, right. you know, you never want to say no right, right, right. unless it's a day that you really have to say no. Right. But uh, yeah, and then we just book it and it happens on Zoom because some people don't want to book from just local, the local area of Whittier. Like sometimes they want to yeah, they're far away. Yeah, they're, they're in, in Arizona or, or Texas yeah. or yeah. You know. So you could do that anywhere. Any, yeah, yeah, any state. Okay, cool. So that's very interesting. I, I, I just like I could talk to you forever because it's just I, I enjoy um, the stories and I like I said I just feel like I connect to to this a little bit. So it's always interesting to hear you talk about what you do and how you do it and. Um, not 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 so much of a scary aspect of it, but just you know talking to, to someone on the other side is fascinating. So, if you were to kind of walk into like um, a so-called haunted space, that you know this place is haunted, or there's you know is that something that you could feel, or you don't go there? It's a, I would like, definitely feel things. Yeah, I would yeah. definitely feel things, but. I wouldn't be tuning into them. Because, right, right, right. That's not really your thing. Yeah, yeah. and but the, and that that's like more of a paranormal thing. Ah, yeah. You know, paranormal, paranormal okay. investigators. That's, that's not what you do at all. Like, oh no, no, no. Totally I don't. Different. I don't do that. But I have been in in homes where I can feel certain things, and that was before I went into development. Yeah. A lot of things were a little bit wonky. Like I would walk into a place, and automatically I would just feel something, and it was really like, what is going on? Right. But. Uh, I don't allow that to take over. Like some people, right. they want that. They love 
all of the paranormal investigators, they love what they do. Yeah. It's amazing yeah, what they it's do. A, it's, but a, it's a booming business, man. There's yeah, TV but I shows don't and all that. Yeah, that's not your thing. <laughs> no. That's good. I'm glad I'm glad that you have your you know, what you do and you stay in your lane and you're very good at what you do. You're happy with what you do. You love helping people. And this isn't something where you're like, you know, you're trying to get rich. You're just helping people. And it, yeah. it's, it's something that you do. And if somebody, somebody needs your help, you come, they come to you and you help them out. And, and that makes you feel good. And, you know, I know you pretty well. So I think that you have really good intentions. And um, I really appreciate you taking the time to come on to the My Whittier podcast and shed some light on this. Thank and you I hope so you'll be back again. Me. I hope you'll get be back again. I don't know if I'm ready for a psychic reading, but we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe I, maybe there's something out there for me. Yes, that I need to or know you about. could develop, or, or you could maybe develop. develop some of the gifts that you have. Yeah, I might you have can, to do that. You I can go to, do that. to Kobe Rebel info at Kobe Rebel. No, KobeRebel.com. Yeah, I know and where to find her. Yeah, cool. Maybe develop. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, and I'm sure that everybody else uh, enjoyed this. So thank you, thank you, Esther. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much. Well, there you go. Esther the Medium. That was a lot of fun. Like I said before, I could talk about that stuff for days. I just, I'm just fascinated by it. You know, it's not paranormal. It's connecting with the other side, connecting with a loved one, someone you lost, getting answers, getting closure. And uh, it's, it's pretty fascinating. You know, whether you believe it or not is one thing, but I tend to believe that there is something there that you can connect with an entity on the other side, or you have this gift, this psychic ability. Um, you know, there's so many realms that we could dive into there, but Esther, the medium, that was a great interview. I really appreciate it. Hopefully we'll have her back again and uh, we could delve a little deeper into some other things. But uh, you can find Esther the Medium on Instagram and Facebook and at her website, estherthemedium.com. Thank you, Esther. I really appreciate you coming on the My Whittier podcast. All right, let's get into some events happening here in the city of Whittier. Okay, we have a pretty cool event happening uh, October 20th. Leroy Schmaltz pop-up art show and sale now this is uh, one of the owners of oceanic arts and it's a one night only celebration of life and legacy and the art of leroy schmaltz friday october 20th 4 p.m to 8 p.m oceanic arts 12414 whittier boulevard whittier california 90602 they're going to be selling some of his uh, art that was not available before some of the stuff that they had in the auction months and months and months ago that didn't sell is going to be available and then the following two days october 21st and 22nd from 9 a.m to 2 p.m there's going to be a grand finale sale at the oceanic arts warehouse it's a, it's a clean sweep everything's going to go office furniture nuts and bolts studs and a lot of never seen before tiki item items will be there um, you're going to have stuff from the 40s, 50s, 60s, and beyond. Menus, blueprints, sketches, invoices, letters, Disney, movies, Kodak, tiki bars, and more. You're not going to want to miss the final, final sale at Oceanic Arts. This is it, guys. 12414 Whittier Boulevard, Whittier, California, 90602. So um, just to recap, October 20th is the pop-up and art show, art sale. 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then the following two days on uh, October 21st and 22nd from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. is the grand finale warehouse sale. Make sure and pop in and grab some of Whittier history. All right, Whittier, you are invited to Uptown Whittier Night Market. I guess you could call it Fright Market. It is happening in Uptown Whittier October 11th. Tonight, Fright Night in Uptown Whittier. It starts at 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. on 7000 Greenleaf Avenue Block. And it is going to be the ultimate 
Halloween experience. Throw on your terrifying costumes. Come down to Uptown Whittier for a grueling experience. Wander through Greenleaf while discovering spooky good finds from over 100 small business vendors. There will be a a costume contest with a grand prize of $300. You do not want to miss this, guys. That's not all. Get ready for a spine-chilling 40-foot horror maze. And uh, you can walk through it if you dare. It's all free. It's all going down in Uptown Whittier tonight. Fright night in Uptown Whittier. Okay, Granada Middle School, they're having harvest a harvest festival, and that is going to include live music and uh, food, prizes, giveaways, all kinds of fun stuff happening at Granada Middle School, 15337 Lemon Drive, Whittier, California, from 5 p.m. to 8. There's going to be a haunted maze, pumpkin patch, food trucks, inflatables, photo booth, all kinds of stuff going on at the Granada Harvest Festival, Friday the 13th. The Haunted Rose, Threshold of Darkness, Haunted Attraction, October 21st, 22nd, 28th, and 29th. Tickets are $10. Guys, you don't want to miss this. This is happening at the Whittier Museum. We've talked about this. We're going to continue to talk about it. It is going to be a crazy couple of weekends at the Whittier Museum, the Haunted Rose, Threshold of Darkness, Haunted Attraction. Make sure and follow them on Instagram, Haunted Rose Attraction, Haunted Rose Haunted Attraction, and get all of the details. This is coming up quick. You do not want to miss this one. Whittier Parks and Recs also has another great event for you. The Nightmare Before Christmas Movies in the Park, October 21st at Parnell Park. And uh, this is going to be the last movie of the year. How fitting is it that they are going to show The Nightmare Before Christmas here in October at Parnell Park? That is going to be an amazing night for sure. So it's a dollar snack shack, free crafts, activities, bring your own blanket and chairs and friends and family. And it's going to go down at dusk. The movie begins at dusk. The event begins at 6 o'clock, but the movie begins at dusk. And it is going to be a great time. Make sure and follow Whittier Parks and Recs on Instagram. And if you have any questions, you can call 562-567-9450. We will be giving you more details as that date inches closer. Saturday, October 28th, the 5K Run Walk Whittier's Spooktacular 5K. This is always a really, really great event. It's a 5K registration is $40, ends on midnight, October 26th. So you want to get an early registration, go ahead and do that. You can do a late registration for $50, October 27th and October 28th. Students are $25 per student. Group and team prices are $30 per person. And you get cash prize awards, top male and female, 5K finisher, a costume contest, early packet pickup at the Whittier Community Center, Friday, October 27th from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. You can register at Whittier5k.com. And uh, the race day schedule goes as follows. 6.30 a.m., same day registration, 7.30 a.m., Creepy Crawly Dash, 8 a.m., the Spooktacular 5K Run. You can call 562-567-9430. I know that's a lot of information, so you definitely want to go to Whittier PRCS and follow them on Instagram for all of the information. You can also follow, follow Whittier City Gov on Instagram for more information on the Spooktacular Run. This is a November event, November 18th, but I just want to keep you guys in the loop. Whittier Comic Fest is coming to Whittier, California. That's free admission, and that's going to happen on the 18th of November at the Whittier Community Center. 
you can definitely get details on this event happening uh, on Instagram. Anytime promotions or Whittier Comic Fest on Instagram. Make sure and check it out. They are signing vendors right now. They're going to have some uh, autograph signings. It's all free. It's all happening in Whittier. So stay tuned for Whittier Comic Fest. All right. Well, there you go. Some events happening here in the city of Whittier. And as we continue to get deeper into the holiday season, more and more events are going to be popping up. So make sure and follow me on Instagram and Facebook for all of the details. And um, we got the Christmas parade coming up and all that good stuff. So uh, I'm not going to go there yet just because I want to enjoy October. But yeah, lots going on. So make sure and stay plugged into the My Whittier podcast and social media feeds. Okay, if you guys are still looking for Halloween shirts, I still have them. Uh, a big thank you to everybody who has purchased a shirt so far and supported the My Whittier brand. These shirts came out fantastic, and I can't thank uh, JFG Print Company enough. He's a local guy, and if you want to uh, do anything, if you guys want to do hats, if you want to do shirts, you want to do silkscreen, he could do it all for you. Check him out on Instagram, JFG Print Company or Print Co., and uh, he could help you out. Tell him My Whittier sent you. But if you're still looking for a My Whittier Halloween shirt, we got the pumpkin, we got the monster, and we got the werewolf. And they are awesome. They're collectible. They're limited. And uh, we still got some left. And you got a couple of weeks. You got about three weeks until Halloween. So come down and grab one. And I also have some really great hats with the drip font, the 3D drip font. And they come in orange. Uh, green, like a neon green, red, and white, and they are awesome. So come down and check those out. You can uh, come to the pop-up shop, 10046 Scott Avenue, Whittier, California, Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., and then 2 to 5.30 p.m. I'm here Monday through Friday, so if you want to come by and say hello, grab something, I would really appreciate it, and I hope to see you soon. All right, Whittier, that is going to do it for this week's episode of the My Whittier Podcast. Thank you to Esther the Medium for joining me today. That was a lot of fun. Thank you for that. And thank you to the My Whittier Podcast listener. Thanks for taking time out of your busy day to listen to this podcast. I sincerely appreciate that. And remember, I'm going to leave you with this. Do not compare yourself to anybody else. Do not compare yourself to anybody else. Stay in your own lane. Worry about numero uno that is yourself just stay in your own lane block out the noise you know a lot of times we get caught up in comparing ourselves to others uh, you know they're more successful they're more beautiful they're more in shape than i am they're more uh, whatever it is you know we are all on a different journey everybody's success looks different so you never want to get caught up in comparing yourself to anybody else. You are your own individual. Make sure and pat yourself on the back when you do something good. And do not get too down on yourself when you do something wrong. You know, we're all human beings here. We're just trying to do the best we can every single day. So just stay focused on that. And I promise you, you're going to get ahead very, very soon. Just a little bit every day. Stay focused on your own thing. Stay in your own lane and worry about you. That is the most important thing. I will catch up with you guys next week on the My Whittier Podcast. Take care, guys. Be safe.